0: Spice. It's the spice of life. <laughs> the dune spice. Uh huh. What do we, what do we, what do we, what do we, look at this. You can't have it yet, but you will soon. Be you. People look at are, this. People are asking about it. Of course. It says so right on the back. It's people our, are asking about the bear. Anyway, it's up Jared's Berg. You're about to go skate. You're about to take a moment. You're gonna gonna go about to find your inspiration. Get out of here. Yeah. You said you wanted to get inspired.
1: I'm trying to get inspired. <laughs> I That's gonna kind of been like a, a couple of weeks now. You're working on that, yeah? I've been, I'm, yeah. I mean, he's, I was actually it? just trying to remember. I totally spaced right now. Homeboy's name. He just started working for us. It's his third day. Enrique, shout out, Enrique, dude. Enrique was bummed because I said San Francisco's a shithole. But <laughs> is that what he told you? Yeah, he's all. It's not, dude. <laughs> Apparently, it's the second best city in the or the best, next to what New York, like Paris or something like that.
0: Oh, in the world. Anyway. Is that the – who rated Ah. it? Anyway, everybody's got a rating. Probably someone from San Francisco. I think we got third in the United States on one of the food magazine things too. So, yeah, San Francisco is crazy, but – well, shout out Enrique. He it's asked for a to shout go, out, dude. Enrique, Enrique hey, got some good energy, dude. Ask
1: and you did, shall receive. Good energy. Thanks for listening, Enrique. What up? You know
0: what? A lot of people have love for the city
1: and the bay. That's people okay. do have love for They're the city allowed. and the bay. Oh, yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been delusional at some point or another. <laughs> Faced <laughs> oh, out, dude. Trolled. Wow. Trolled. Damn. So you're, yeah, you've been working on your I'm inspiration. In, I'm just trying to get hyped. My routine has got me by the fucking balls, dude, and I need to break out of it. Mm, you've overcommitted to your routine? I just do the same stuff all the time, and I know a lot of that is what life is, but in certain ways, I need I need something else. I get that. I just need a little bit of adventure within the monotony.
0: Yeah, you're funny like that because you like, need routine so much. Or else you don't feel good, and then I'm hearing you talk about how you're, like, needing to break routine.
1: I need to do <laughs> the things that I need to do, but I like to do them in different places. Yeah, totally. And It's I think, like you need your routine with different backgrounds? Yeah, I think so. so. Maybe that makes sense. I mean, that's I, get, I, I need to get my brain activated in a different way, especially when I'm doing activities. Like right. Working out or skating or whatever. I mean, we used to skate spots. Right, right, different ones, right? basically doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we have different spots we go to all the time. Every day is an adventure. You just go around, and now it's harder to skate spots because more spots are just skate-stopped. Yeah, yeah. Skateboarding is way more popular than it was, which makes it harder to skate. Right. Because all you fuckers who started skateboarding Got enough buzz going, now they don't even build shit to skate anymore. Right, they're capping Every, and everything, ca- and yeah. yeah, I feel you on that. Hey, man, if you're skating, have fun, though. No, I'm not hating. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> you should keep skating. I'm just remembering a time when there weren't that many of us, and it was a lot easier to maneuver. Right. And they didn't, yeah, totally. They didn't know how to stop you, <clears> except <they> for <throat> try to call <clears throat> the cops It just wasn't even a thing, yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, fuck, call the cops. No, nah, I feel you. Even with working out, I find it hard because I got the home gym, and yeah. sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to be in this garage right now. Yeah, like, no, I, I get you. I don't it's I get annoying. You. I hate it because I just need to what I really need to do is focus on what I need to do, which is get the workout done. Don't ah. worry about
0: where you are. I mean, yeah, but it can totally be boring. I mean, that's why for sure a gym works better for me. Otherwise, I have fallen into the routine of semi I mean, I have more discipline now, but you do le- I do less most of the time unless I have a specific goal I'm working towards. So if I'm just working out to be healthy, it's, it really is more helpful for me to have, like, a gym scenario where I have to do something hard. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll do it hard, but maybe not as hard as I would otherwise.
1: I think having the people around you is a key factor. Helps a lot for me. Yeah.
0: And I totally hear you with switching up the vibe of – or the, the background or just what you're looking at because – because, like, I'm just – I am more able to be inspired and think more creative if my environment changes. I think that's pretty normal too. You know, it's like when we were writing the original – shit for this whole company the whole i was so inspired through my homeless journey being in all these different places and cities because partially because you're gonna not get distracted by people who know you and even if you do meet somebody who knows you they're gonna come and go pretty quick because they don't know you well enough to hang around and you just get to be in these new places working on your inspiration while looking around and Seeing things that you appreciate and don't appreciate, with it, it's like everything's fresh eyes, even yeah. though you have ideals of where you're trying to go. So I, I totally get that part too. I just think, it, I totally think it's funny because it's like, even when we go to Portland, it's like you still, like you do, right? You got your things that you got to hit. Yeah. Like I and they're the get same up, things, things you hit coffee. here. Yeah. Right? It's
1: the same. I'm doing the same, same thing. Same shit. Mm-hmm. So your
0: routine is still your routine. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter where you go, or else you're not good. Yeah. And even then, you're like, it felt like by the end, you're like, and also, I need to get back home to get to my routine at home.
1: I need a lot of time alone. Yeah, that's chill. Like that's yeah. like beginning of the day, end of the day. Yep. If I don't have a good chunk of time that's just to myself, yeah, it's hard for me. Yeah, it starts
0: going. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I have to – at night I'll usually lock myself in my room. Do you? Yeah. And just – yeah. It's – for something – something for me about getting into total solitude yeah. is where it's at. And the only – thing that can kind of encroach on that a little bit or like is accepted into that space and i still feel chill is my cat oh yeah like max can come in and we can kick it but gino no he's got too much out. energy it's too much it's it's uh oh, interesting you know he's just you've got garfield in there and that's it me and garfield <laughs> eating your lasagna just chilling like music playing yeah in the zone i feel like that's when i get a lot of my thinking done, and are my you, mental reset. Are you writing in those moments? Or are you just kind of like, are you just kind of like doing what comes to mind? I've been kind of free-forming it lately. I, tr- I've, yeah, I've been writing while I'm doing other things, so right? Because I know a, you like watch YouTube videos and things like that. I haven't been watching YouTube that much anymore. I've been kind of logging my tape still, which is an oh, right. ongoing process I've been talking about. Yeah, each tape is an hour, and because I'm transferring it like from a tape based format I have to be there for the whole hour in case something glitches. So I'll have like that going and then I'll have a spreadsheet open just to take notes on what I might see. But then I'll have my notepad and Mm then I'm kind of just jotting down ideas when I think of them or kind of processing the day. Like yesterday I took a lot of notes on the coordinator training that we sat into. So Levi and Herman, hosted the first official coordinator training. Yeah, our so, beta version. Yeah. So in our uh, sphere, mm-hmm. coordinator is kind of the first step into leadership. You know, if you're a team leader, you run the cafe or you run the roastery or right. you run the marketing department, and then your kind of right-hand person is the coordinator. Right. So, Name
0: so because they're going to help coordinate the entire day and how it works and how it flows and... How the team operates like that's their their focus is operations plus deeper intro into leadership and obviously under the context of mission vision values
1: yep good yeah, name. yeah. you came up with that name i think probably probably yeah so i just had a bunch of notes from that whole thing yeah. which was three or four hours and i just kind of <clears throat> was highlighting what I, well, okay, this kind of resonates, this kind of, mm-hmm. this resonates, and then just locking that. Sure. I have a card system that I'm filing up, like starting up. So I got Like a, in your room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Like you were talking like flip through, like- Yes. Old school. Exactly. Yeah. There's a, I bought a really nice card holder- um it's like powder blue it's kind of got the cat and cloud this is where you and levi are like overlapping on a deep level yeah yeah we i, I showed it to him <laughs> yeah. i was like look what i found And he's like oh is the top riveted on i'm yeah. like yeah I'm he's like, all hell yeah it is <laughs> for sure <laughs> i'm like totally dude does it spin and hold my cards fine <laughs> it's like not it's not a spinny one it's not like okay. a rolodex okay. it's, it's a literal like uh almost like a tabletop cabinet mm. so you flip the top open got and then you have all your index mm-hmm. cards so we were kind of geeking out on um, organization, and John Maxwell, who writes a lot of leadership, books. yeah, yeah, he's got so many books, like twenty nine or something. He has a card filing system. that I was talking to him about it. I was talking about it with Levi, and Levi said, "Oh, Ryan Holiday, who is the Stoic Daily Stoic guy, mm-hmm. um, also authored so many books. He's all, he has a card filing system too." So he sent me a video link. Got it. But it's basically. You know the ability to <laughs> take things. Because here's what usually happens: is we'll have a meeting like that. I'll write down shit in a notebook, and then that was a cool idea, and then it just lives in that notebook. Yeah, makes sense. And you sense. either have one big notebook, and you have to put a billion sticky tabs in yeah, it, or it. yeah, you got to go find it. So with the card system is basically like you take all the ideas that are really important, put them on a I'm using three by five cards, sure. which is what John Maxwell uses. So it's a little bit bigger than a normal index yeah. card. So you have yeah. enough room to write or cut and paste things out, and then you drop it in the thing, and then right, you can with f- a category. Yeah, and you can file it under a topic. So yeah. if you're like, oh, I want to do a talk about this, or I want to write about this, or this could be useful for an upcoming meeting. It's super easy to find. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the. I'm getting started. Like I just have everything ready, and I'm like, okay. I talked to Levi the other day about. He's like, how's the system going? I was like, I haven't actually put a card in there yet. Mm. He's like, you're overthinking it. I'm like, I'm totally overthinking <laughs> it. I want, I want like a card to be formatted perfect. Oh yeah. And you know, he's telling me what I already know, which is sure. completely good advice. That right. Just put just a card in there. Put a card in there. Yeah. And totally. then you can, you know, you figure can always out the add to it too. along the way. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you replace it. Maybe you redo it. Yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe it's you only use this much, but you have all that to add. It's yeah. Chill. I. I so I'm kind of starting with that. So it's just like working on. It's a good thing. idea. Those kinds of things. I might, I might steal a version of that because I've, I've been
0: organizing. I have like multiple organizational things and a lot of them are digital that I transfer from physical to digital. Yeah. And But the thing is, is the organization of it and being able to find what you want for when you want it or when you're thinking about a topic and being able to revert Back to something that you've thought about before you know because right. i'll often go back through my stuff and be like oh yeah that's important and then i'll like resave it again yeah make sure i can find it easier but it, it would be really just kind of simpler to put together a filing cabinet of sorts yeah there's a
1: million ways to do it i don't know if so i'm for me but i should send you the video that levi sent me on the ryan holiday one so right he it's not him doing the video it's someone who has read his books and you sure. just made a video just, about it yeah but he does his analog, but also has a like a Google Sheets or an Excel spreadsheet sure. of whatever's in the card file. Mm-hmm. Just he in does case, that he's like because, traveling or something. And he's like, some things are um, could fit under multiple. Oh, yeah, ideas always be my issue too. Or have multiple things in mm-hmm. them, so he can go look at the spreadsheet if he wants something that's like on multiple tags, like communication. Giving feedback and this, like, sure. oh, that's this card. Like, so it's basically a almost like Dewey like Decimal Library system. categories. Yeah, it makes. Yeah, that would
0: probably be and has been actually one of the reasons why it's been not a struggle, but why I have them multiple places because it's like I'll find ways to like they'll overlap. Yeah, it's just like a whole thing. It all overlaps. It's
1: so uh, I'll do shit like that. That's cool. Or just whatever. Just I've been trying to give myself space to just like be there, like draw pictures. Yeah. or Doodle things like figure out. I don't know, like whip up like that new hat that we're gonna make mm-hmm. for early next year. Right? Like, oh, cool. It's like it's easier for me to do that work. Just, I mean, you do need the space in the evening when I'm just chilling. If yeah, I try yeah, to so you're do you're it during the day. Person. Like after i like yesterday, we were in that thing for four hours. Oh yeah, just smoked after conversation, and I'm like, I'm not doing shit right now. No, like no can do. Yeah, I'm fucking done. No, I ate the food and exercised. <laughs> and that was
0: I mean that was more than that, but generally that was basically what happened. Get yeah. some, I mean it's one thirty you've eating
1: breakfast only and it's time to go. I was like, uh, yeah, all right, so I just do stuff like that, but yeah, I need to be alone if I'm not alone enough, it's bad, mm-hmm. it's bad, even with Jenny, I'm like, well, are you gonna go out of town or <laughs> right, what? yeah, yeah. It's just which maybe sounds weird, but dude, married life is it's different to navigate now when I was used to having my wife goes to work right oh <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. The so COVID she goes thing. she goes to work and right. then she goes to work every day and that's part of the routine and I yeah. can count on this much time to myself it's really easy to get time to myself and now she'd work from working from home right. most days, so it's not as easy to find mm-hmm. that time and especially I, at home right especially at home and mm-hmm. if I don't make an effort to create that time it's it's easy to just like have all these tiny tiny interactions throughout the day it's really easy to get distracted working from home when there's other people at home and well and there's not a lot of places to work not from home where you're not gonna get distracted yeah here too. that's the other thing
0: is like i can't go to the coffee shop anymore mm, like any just, of them and just kind of sit there kind of any of them i mean any of them that have the coffee that we like at least like we could probably go to some of those other ones locally and get away with it, but even, even then, maybe not, because somebody will probably roll up and be like, oh,
1: what are you doing here? What are you doing, are you doing This, did this you is did a good joke the, I'm going to throw. Are you checking out the competition? Yeah. Or like, what? oh, yeah, I'm really worried about oh, Mr. Tooth taking over. You- <laughs> 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 Considering we're here for power plays, you forget. Don't you own this place? Or do okay. you own another place? Yeah. Wait, aren't this are all mm-hmm. one place? Mm-hmm. The only place I can actually do work most of the time is Captain and Stoker. Mm, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's far
0: enough away, and
1: th- yeah, you're Monterey. not going to get... nobody knows me there, and unless I see Tyler or Kelsey, I'm sure. probably not going to get For the most part, anybody. it's yeah. small interaction. And that's fine. I, I yeah. enjoy talking to them. I don't talk to them all the time, and if I... Monterey's a good spot for
0: that for me, too, somehow. Like, it's when I get down there, it's... I mean, I don't spend enough time doing it, but it seems to be a good place for me to get space and just kind of do stuff.
1: Far enough to get... A reset, Different headset, but yeah, close space. enough to do a quick day trip. Mm-hmm. A little 30, mm-hmm. minute, 30 minute drive.
0: I totally feel, I know it's so close, but people don't go often. They think it's far. Not far. It's like sometimes it takes that long to just go to the west side. You can go across town <laughs> or east side. Take almost as long. <laughs> or you can go to a whole other town. Well, I feel you. So you're gonna hit that. you're gonna go skate. I'm gonna what am I gonna oh I'm gonna go all the new coffees. We're working props to the roastery squad. I'm having them really teach not teach themselves, but lean into what they know. And then I'm going to help them taste. I had them roast all of our, all the single origins. Cause we, we got our roaster serviced, So a bunch of whatever there's uh, everything's working optimally, which it wasn't for a couple of weeks and they were doing a great job. But now I'm having them kind of reprofile everything that we had to profile with the subpar roaster for the moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm also having them roast every single origin that they're reprofiling with an uh, answer curve of, this, of the wash coffee. Oh, yeah. Andre said he was going to do that. And I want them to do that because I, I want them to experience they just never have. They don't know what they don't know. I would be
1: really excited I, to drink I'm some so of those excited. coffees. I know. with like some really solid development. Oh, and dude. Just, like, a they're nice going to be
0: – I Part of me expects that a couple of them are going to be better, but I'm also going to make them pull them all as espresso to start to see – or at least to to develop the difference in how coffees will taste, basically, simply as that. Like, you know, as they get into developing the truth, I'd love for them to understand how far they can take coffees without having to do it, like, to be the curator myself, essentially, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm just helping them to learn how to curate the future confidently. And that'll be really exciting. I'm super amped to taste all those coffees today. So that's what I'm going to go do next. And and then I'll probably make, because Andre loves, you know, Barista ing, make him pull all those coffees for his team over the next couple weeks as espresso, the single origins. And then I just think that'll allow us to really have some fun with. I mean, even if we just want the truth to have like a really unique experience on roast level alone, like that is a whole other window and door we could open that we just haven't. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty amped for them. I'm excited to go taste all those coffees.
1: The Cat and Cloud Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess no matter where you are. All you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush so it stays fresh and it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee steeped is a benefit b corp they ethically source all their coffee their packaging is fully compostable and they believe that business should be done without compromise you can get your hands on steeped coffee at SteepedCoffee.com. that's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Yeah, I feel like for me, some of those espresso's are probably gonna be like holy grail
0: style. They probably I mean, honestly, they probably are gonna be some of them like competition style coffees mean, the, and they they don't know it. And that's what I'm looking forward to showing. Hopefully. You I, get yeah. some of
1: those really exciting electric coffees and yeah. roast it like that. Oh boy. Yeah. Dude,
0: I mean we got Faldone will go in there. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of just really tropical coffees that we have right now that are fantastic but I think they're going to still be just as tropical and fantastic, but maybe have a lot of like, yeah, Yeah, a lot of creaminess, a lot of body. where it
1: actually has some fucking weight to it. Yeah, where you're
0: like, holy shit, this is everything. This is everything
1: that I I love in coffee. It's one of the most frustrating things to me is that like, people aren't accepting that there is any kind of middle ground for espresso to where it's either people are making it, you know, it's like a super big yield and it's really light. Sure. But it's, just kind of thin and yeah it doesn't sit on your tongue it's because they're doing like the hitting they're hitting the tds numbers like, they're not hitting the flavor numbers yeah the mouth feels not right yeah. or it's old school style right where just it's dark ristretto like darker ristretto yeah. early 2000s whatever sure. and but there you you can pull big shots uh, you can pull shots with appropriate volume i mean Pete and, ha- was- and have it have that pillowy feel and all that of it. weight and the body and yeah. everything. It's just I mean, we love that
0: coffee and it's it's funny because so many people don't get to taste this, but Pete won Breest competitions with coffees that when we were more excited about the light, bright, explosive, all that, he was pulling coffees that we were like, dude, that is a very for lack of a better term, boring coffee. And he'd win every time, and it the coffee was not boring at all. Actually, it was that we were a little, we were a little younger and not understanding the full opportunity, opportunity, the full, the full perspective of what could be. And so it's it's funny, like, dude, he he won, and yeah, he he won with a juicier coffee at Worlds because it had to be that way for the rules. But at the same time, dude. He was really good at that, and I, I always remember him tasting our coffee and be like, I love that. It's so bright and clean and all this, and he would actually like the coffee I would pull for a comp, and you would pull for a comp better than his own, but he would win because he knew what he was doing, and his coffee was still delicious. It's not a preference per se.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? He was going to win, and it's a trip to me that you can – we just fell into this place. Well, now just... it's all geishas that are crazy anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: Sure. I don't even know. Competition is like a whole other thing because then you're you're outsourcing what you mean by quality to someone else's rules sure. and regulations. Yeah, it's
0: not your company's or your. It's, yeah,
1: it's not your individual take on what espresso can be. Yeah, it's a kind of a check the box thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if I do this, that, and the other, I will have the best chance of winning. So yeah. whether or not this is my favorite coffee or favorite roast style or favorite extraction really doesn't even fucking matter, right? Because we're playing. I'm here a, to win. We're playing a game here. We're
0: playing a game. Like game we're here. playing a fucking game. We got some.
1: F- rules but i just think that there's you know there's the fast there's the short fast hot roasters and then there's the old school roasters but not a lot of people are dancing in that middle ground yeah so i think that the answer line because the answer is a roast level still middle ground right it's it's yeah it's a it's a medium roast but it's i think that's the magic where it's it's with those coffees in it specifically because it's not all roast there where it's Interesting enough to be unique, but familiar enough to be comfortable for them. Absolutely. Don't know. So, but then you take coffees that are m- more just woo, inherently, more inherently wild and crazy, or just have a lot more nuance or mm-hmm. excitement associated with them and roast them like that. It's like, you can get some like juicy thick bombs too. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so very much s- looking forward to it. Fuck them, bro. Yeah. Go, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm looking forward to tasting those today and, and. I don't know. Just talking through talking through it cuz uh, you know the trends have everybody loving light naturals. Whatever's the most fruity on the table, no matter what it is, is a favorite. And that's been hands down with the exception of our most senior, our Swen, are you me, Chuck, Grace. Are you talking
1: trends in the company or trends in Probably the industry? Probably all across,
0: but in I mean, I think both it's both and for you right think now. think that's cuz barista turnover so high? Probably I mean it's that, but it's also the trend of all of these attempts at uh unique processing styles in the context of anaerobic. It's like which we're is in the anaerobic wave. Yeah, the anaerobic wave is here, as is all of the other processing experiments, and there's nothing wrong with that, but they are louder. I mean, it's interesting to go for us, like we cupped a table recently <clears throat> and it was we cupped a a natural and anaerobic table and we cupped a washed table and you know it's the same thing that we experienced when we went on that trip to Costa Rica, right? It's these super clean, delicious washed coffees from places where the coffee is pretty expensive are the cheapest ones, and the anaerobic ones that are amongst our least favorite are the most expensive, because uh, the ability to... I mean, it costs more to probably produce the anaerobic ones. There's more care and work that goes into that one, potentially. And the naturals are more expensive as well, because the
1: trend is... We well, have a marketing power behind it. Exactly. It's... A, it's so, a, a, It's a thing that's different than the other things, so you can charge more money for it. Yeah,
0: and it's working in our favor because we don't have to pay as much for what we would arguably say are the best coffees on the table.
1: It is really weird, though. It's super weird. It's weird to be in an industry so long where you see all the different waves.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And it'll keep going until people settle down and
1: find... It was... It was like naturals were special and super. And then there was this period where naturals, you're a piece of shit if you like natural coffee. And then now it's the anaerobic wave. It's just, it's, just, yeah, I get Like the economics are so strange mm-hmm. because if you're a producer, it seems like you want to do anything you can to leverage what you have mm-hmm. to get more money the money that you pr- which is still probably less money than you probably deserve absolutely <laughs> and make your coffee more marketable even if it doesn't make the coffee taste better right like it can be more popular more on trend but not necessarily better that's yeah. why i asked about the turnover because i'm you know new baristas almost always have an affinity for natural coffee. Like people who are new to the game, people who are new to cupping, new to whatever, it's the thing that they can recognize. It's so easy. It's so, oh my gosh, that's different. That's amazing. I've never had coffee that tastes like that. That's, that's wild. So you get, you know, and it was the, it was the same thing when we were cupping in origin, like the people who were loving the naturals were the less experienced Yeah. Coffee professionals. Yeah, and And it it was 90% of the people there at the time. It just was what it was. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's why I'm wondering. It's like, huh.
0: I think what it is is just, it's probably that, right? People don't stay in it as long. And the people who stay the longest start to recognize that a lot of the natural coffees inherently take on similar flavors. And it's harder to see the nuance in a lot of them unless they're amazing. And then you can taste the nuance in them region to region, sure. But it's still... It's like the same flavor mixed with a regional flavor. So the ones of us who have been in this for a really long time and who can taste the proper nuances of coffee, like I'm sure sommeliers do with certain wines, it's like it becomes more about how can you find the most complex and unique coffees in their cleanest version, the single barrels, the single whatever, the non-blends. And it's not about them being better or different. It's about when you find one that's actually amazing all the way through you can taste it and it'll happen all the time on our table. I'll taste, you know, my favorite coffee oftentimes will not be the favorite coffee of the people on the table and I'll explain to them why and they'll be like, to me, yeah, that one's kind of just like the most boring and I'm all, to me, it's the most complex. It's just the least easy to, to witness in your mouth and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. It's just, it comes with time. I'm not, I'm not flexing my old guy trying to like confuse you thing. It's a, there is a lot in this coffee that is not in all these other coffees. And that's the truth.
1: (laughs) That's just the
0: truth now. (laughs) So I I imagine you're right. Like the, or, or people just aren't as committed as they used to be in tasting coffee as much so that they don't develop as much of a, a palette or they don't have teachers alongside of them who are helping them to see anything different. Everybody's kind of agrees with whoever's the most cool and awesome, which is where it's just true. That's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah, Whoever's the most influential and who's around makes the cool.
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Whoever shows up the most is by default the best.
0: Yeah. And that's true all around, right? They tell you just keep showing up and eventually you'll be successful. You don't even have to be the
1: best. Just don't give up and keep showing up. Yeah. And that's, it's good That's, advice. It's good advice. It's good. It's good advice. As long as we get the right people showing up in the right places for the right reasons. Sure. You yeah. You know, because you, I, I'm sure we've all seen people show up in a space they really don't care too much about, and they're kind of exploiting. Yeah. They ruin it a little bit. Yeah. And themselves maybe a little bit. Yeah. I don't really want yeah, to. Drop you. names because nah, no, no need.
0: I'd, no need. But it, it, I feel you. It, it does happen but they also end up they don't end up staying for the long haul cuz something always inevitably happens where there's burnout or there's there's something that just they don't they aren't able to see it through cuz they're not there for the right reasons but they do will and almost always have their moments of shine and their moments of like being the person when they are that and if they have any form of charisma or what's the word uh, assertiveness maybe Presence presence is probably the better word. If they have any sort of presence, everybody who shows up and stays will have at least a little moment of of shine even if it's not going to be a good moment of shine for wherever they're at. It's been interesting to watch that over the years too. But they're also the ones who never keep a job and never... Sometimes they do though. Sometimes 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 they they keep it. Sometimes they go real hard. I guess that's true, huh? I guess they find a place where it backs their style though and so I guess that's fine that's that's the world we live in i guess there's a place for everyone maybe that's a
1: good thing too (laughs) it's it's i mean there's difference between being a place for everyone and showing up to mislead Mm. i don't know it's like that's uh this is a bigger rant this is a bigger rant yeah Uh, Okay. If you're talking about it in terms of just straight marketing and old school marketing, like, um, let's, let's say you rewind the clock and you're, um, looking at how do you figure out what's good? What's bad? Who do I trust? How does it work? So people market, people tell stories, people run ads, people put up billboards, people do all these different things. Um, Let's settle ourselves into maybe the 90s or the 2000s or even further back, whatever. We could settle into like this Mad Men era, you know, vintage style things. So people who show up, companies, are incentivized to pump up whatever they have. And that is showing up. Now, whether they're going to do that in a wholesome way in an right. honest, truthful way or a way that's misleading that just helps them make more money but isn't really pushing anything bigger forward, you know, the mm. same same input of I'm here, I'm showing up, right. I'm not really contributing to the culture in a meaningful way, but still a ton of people will jump on that bandwagon and be like, I'm all about it, I'm all about it, I'm all about it. Right fast forward to you know more recent times maybe 10 years ago or something then you have this huge like switch to what most people would call influencer marketing where it's like sure. I don't really fucking trust companies anymore right. it's much easier to trust a human yeah so i'm going to trust this human you know we have these platforms that give people places where they can show up personally and speak on things sure. but then as time goes on that's becoming just as diluted as the shitty advertising space was before, where you see people fall into brand deals, you see people fall into gifts, sure. you see people fall into things to where you're not really sure if the things that they're promoting are really the best for the culture or are those things that they're just getting paid to talk about. Right. Or and paid, now you have to start putting that this is an ad. Paid to leverage, yeah, this is an ad. <laughs> or you spots. have to, you have to be you know, more in tune as a consumer and be like, uh, this doesn't say that it's an ad, but it kind of feels like an ad. Yeah. And I'm not really sure. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no integrity in a lot of these things, which is why it's really easy for people to show up. Right. Sure. As them be accepted, but still mislead a whole bunch of fucking people in the process. Yeah, dude. And, which it- is, which is kind of rough. Like,
0: I mean, it is rough. Everybody has the ability to have their own personal ideals and values. And then, man, and they get to use their life however they want. And it's pretty gnarly when you have some and you have strong beliefs. I mean, it's good, too. That's why we have a company. We have values and ideals that we want to stand behind. And then we're, we're doing what we can to help other people and spread something that matters in the way that we believe it matters. And we are doing it as honestly and truthfully, and in the way we share it as much as possible. Whereas other people are going to do exactly what you're talking about, and they totally probably feel like they're doing it right. And it's like, I would disagree completely and not resonate and have all these issues with it. And at the same time, like, I'm having such an interesting world where I'm having to experience that and be like, okay. Like, I would never do that. And it seems like it makes total sense as to why. Which we have these conversations all the time. Like, how is this fucking possible that people do these things? <laughs> and then now I'm starting to see that, like, I guess it's pretty possible that anybody can do anything and have, like, in their mind, like, a really clear justification as to why. And that's human psychology. It's also a little psychotic to me. And yet, fuck. Fuck. You kinda you kinda just have to let that stuff be and try to get back in your lane and just attack, which is hard for me because <laughs> because because we're a young and up and coming company battling against really sure big, well funded companies going hard.
1: That's a good point. You can't even when there's these negative players, you can't focus your energy on tearing down the negative player. Sure. Because that's not gonna work. Because that's that's not gonna be Tearing someone else down yeah. isn't a contribution from you. No. You know, that it's is also contributing mechanism. garbage to the culture. Yeah, <clears throat> You know, the better way to go about it is to say, like, wow, okay, that person's doing that thing. Okay. And yeah. then I'm going to go – I'm I'm going to show up even harder for good. Right. I'm going to show up even harder for, like, what I'm all about. There's a skateboarding company um, – they're actually in Santa Cruz called Consolidated. And they, um, they're they just kind of a small core little skateboard company. And they're just all about you know local, independent, whatever. When Nike started pushing into skateboarding, mm-hmm. they started running a series of campaigns, like ad campaigns, that said, don't do it like in the sure. Nike font, kind of like, yeah. just do it, but don't do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And they've gone to really great lengths to keep that thing going. You know, there's a story I actually in the podcast with one of the owners and they were talking about how it's was like at street league or one of the X games or something, you know, they rented a fucking plane with like the f- banner flying off the back. It's like, don't do it. Like, yeah. They, and the, the problem with that over the past 20 years is that their whole company their image, their everything, the only thing they have to show for what they do is the effort of trying to keep big-name companies out of skateboarding. Like That is their whole identity. Their whole identity is I am anti-Nike. Totally. I don't know anything about them other than that because that's all the ads they run. That's all the play they make. I'm like, who the fuck are you? You don't stand for anything. You only stand against something. You're You're not part you're also not participating in your culture in a positive way like i understand that you're trying to protect this culture that you hold dear right but these people are here and this isn't the way to do it like you you have to stand for something isn't
0: that interesting i mean and then people think they're standing for something when they're really absolutely standing against something so that's one case there was also that person we talked to uh yesterday who was doing everything in their company they were they were making stuff they were cooking stuff they were managing stuff and it came out in the conversation that it's like yeah we want to do it all in-house because we want to be we're like pretty anti-corporation and we're pretty pro-local and those are those are that's that doesn't mean anything doing it all yourself doesn't mean you're pro-local and you're anti-corporation by any means and that's such an old school coffee shop thing too in the world right we have i mean i grew up fiercely independent was one of the ones i worked for was what we said and and fiercely independent what did it mean it meant we roasted our own coffee and we essentially had a coffee shop and we talked shit about starbucks and we talked shit about all these other companies is what it essentially meant and it it doesn't mean anything else than that it's just like
1: and guess maybe, what? Starbucks started fiercely independent too. Sure. And maybe in a, in like a tiny, small microcosm that works for some people in the sense of, let's sure. say you have a, maybe one shop, you have one shop in a town that only has chain stores and they're like, Hey, we're the independent shop. Sure. And people are like, I come cause they're an independent shop. Yep. And they live here and sure. that's it. And yeah. But the yeah, owner lives here. Yeah. The owner lives here. But if you're talking, if you own a bigger company or if you're, it's one of the things Simon Sinek talks about a lot in a, he's, speaks on it really clearly but he's like whatever you stand for it has you have to frame it in the affirmative you have Mm -hmm. to be pushing towards the optimistic side right like like the the biggest things have come by making people believe in something not like riling people against something that works maybe for a little while Maybe, but it, it's yeah. not like how it's not how you're gonna get your message across. And yeah. I think it it's just so it also takes a lot of the power away from you because if you're against something else, let's take the skating thing. Like, let's say you're against Nike, that's your whole identity. What if Nike's like, Okay, cool, we're done. We're over it. Right. And they leave and then they're like, Oh, now what? Nike's gone. So what are we? What, and do, it's we like, a- we what didn't do we actually do it? What do we actually believe? Like, <laughs> yeah. cool, we accomplished maybe this one sub goal, but we still don't stand for anything. Right. And it's weird.
0: You know what? I'm gonna shout out one other person because Let's they go. asked for it. I don't I don't actually know this person's real name. This person is on the internet, they go by Draclin, and I've been <laughs> posting our content to the whole freaking Bitclout Desso thing, just like the YouTube video every Monday, just post it. Draclan. And I, I didn't this week. And Draculin's all, yo, dog, where's that content? And I was like, damn, thank you. So I know you listen, and I didn't put it up, and it was the first Monday I hadn't put it up, and you asked for it, and that meant something. That means that you actually care about the shit we say. So whoever you are in real life and your real name, thanks for that. That was tight. I appreciated it, and also it was cool, accountability, buddy, because I will keep sharing it. It means that it means something to somebody.
1: And also your name is almost Dracula. Draculin. Yeah, I don't know. Draculin. So, anyways, full shaka. Y'all yeah, to Bram Stoker. Full stand. And Nosferatu. Uh, let's go get some spice. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, dude.
0: That's oh. the best part. And I think I'm all
1: If you like this, keep liking it. Tell your friends about, Tell somebody about it. somebody. Yeah. Like that was it. It's the Great podcast. Mm. Mix it up put it on a podcast we eat the levels we're cat we cloud coffee anywhere at at podcasts cloud. are served that's it
0: at cat cloud coffee youtube band patreon instagram and shit will tell you about stuff when you tell us what you want it will be a hit
1: the song